1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Callum Butcher's been charged by the Scottish FA for his challenge on David Turnbull Rangers fans were allowed to go to Leon. then they weren't and now they are once again Greg Taylor is welcoming the competition that would come with any new Celtic signings in January I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Yeah and it's a Tuesday night language class on Super Scoreboard tonight Gordon The Rangers oh. fans are talking French after all Because they're going to get to go to Lyon for the Europa League finale on Thursday night Celtic fans are learning Japanese Three new signings set to come in in January to join Kyogo Furuhashi And one of our Super Scoreboard colleagues is talking to the animals more to be revealed later on I know exactly where you're going with that one Gordon Diel Another good weekend We're heading to one of those Europa League weeks Maybe not quite as much riding on it As we would uh, be used to um, But nevertheless Still a busy old time in Scottish yeah, football Still a hectic uh, schedule Gordon um, It'll be interesting to see the lineups For both Rangers and Celtic On Thursday night Especially with an eye on the weekend Motherwell and Hearts coming up against Obviously the big two um, Livingston They've got a very important game tomorrow night against uh, Hibs as well. Sitting down there fighting the, the relegation battle and uh, a lot of football coming up over a festive period. A lot of uh, interesting new signings coming in obviously when the January window opens and uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. 0141 That's the number you need. Do not hang about. Pick up the phone and let Roger Hanna, Gordon DL and myself know what is on your mind. 0141 these two are used to it on a Tuesday night Sometimes we get the leftover thoughts from the weekend You're more than welcome to do that We can look ahead to Leon Rangers and Celtic Real Betis The big news story today, a couple of them Callum Butcher being charged by the Scottish FA For that challenge on David Turnbull What did you make of the challenge? What about the fact that he's now been charged? We've not seen any, I don't think, in the top flight yet this season of those yellows being so-called upgraded to reds We used to see it semi-often uh, There's been a bit of a, a change in the way they operate So what do you think about that? Rangers fans Anyone out there going to Leon? Anyone out there who, who was going and has now cancelled And can't reschedule in time? Any combination of the above 01419511025 uh, Let us know Because that's been quite a situation And of course we are Getting there I can't believe it 7th of December So I guess January transfers And all the rest of it uh, Were heading In that direction What did you make of the weekend's action Roger? Um, it was a really good Weekend of action I thought Celtic were excellent At Tannadice on Sunday I thought Craig Gordon Was excellent For Hearts at Livingston On Sunday uh, Rangers blew away Dundee on Saturday And that was a very enjoyable game Your favourites Motherwell At Easter Road 1-1 draw Bit jealous of you Looked like a really good game It was a ve- very good Very strange game actually Because Hibs took the lead during Motherwell's best spell of the Vice game versa. And Motherwell equalised During Hibs' mm. best spell of the game it, it was odd Kevin Nisbet and Tony Watt Both took their goals Really really well Just to emphasise That they are key men For those teams And and one to mention Young Josh Campbell At Hibs Who just got his new deal Through last week Really impressive Set up the goal And might even have won it On a couple of occasions One off the line And one off the crossbar I agree with Roger I think that um, Celtic Rangers Were comfortable Gordon I think everybody expected Rangers, especially at home, against a Dundee side sitting down what in the bottom half of the league. Um, 
But they looked at Sunday's fixture uh, After um, You know Celtic going up to Tannadice A hard game on Thursday night Against Hearts And they were absolutely brilliant uh, I'm not surprised about The decision with Butcher What I'm, I'm a bit surprised about is How they didn't see it um, At the time uh, I thought it was uh, a very, very poor tackle and um, I think it's the right decision. Uh, Motherwell, we'd have taken a point all day long at uh, Easter Road after a good result on Tuesday night against Dundee United in a very rainy fur park. And uh, St Mirren fans, what are they thinking just now? Mm. Really struggling just now. And, um, you know, Jim's got to get them going again. Yeah. Actually, oh, oh, one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Definitely want to hear from any Rangers fans out there who are still going to Leon or where are you going and you've had to cancel your plans or what you make of it overall. Pick up that phone and let us know. Can't quite recall anything like this happening uh, for European trips in recent years. So let's hear you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh, we'll do that very soon. Today's breaking news, if you like, Roger, uh, a bit later on this afternoon. Was as Gordon just teed up Dundee United's Callum Butcher uh, Is going to be up in front of the Scottish FA For that foul on David Turnbull He could face another suspension Now remember He was just back in the United team He had been suspended Yeah. Um, and he was on for what was it 8 minutes Or something like that uh, When he, he made the challenge Don Robertson showed a yellow card at the time We've been through this before if the referee doesn't see all of the incident Doesn't see the bit that would constitute the red card A panel of three ex-referees can look at it And if they unanimously agree it should have been a red uh, Then that can be actioned And that's obviously what's happened here Now they have tightened it up a little bit this season They're trying to stop re-refereeing the game so often And it has to fall into that category of Wow, you know, it makes you shudder when you see it sort of thing Those are the only ones that they're really going to try and upgrade retrospectively So any complaints from you? No, absolutely not Because it did make everybody shudder at the weekend And Dundee United have got a problem in their hands Because I was at Tannadice The game you discussed when he was sent off against Aberdeen For striking Christian Ramirez off the ball A stupid red card Tam Courts, the United manager, said a couple of days later He'd spoken to Callum Butcher about it and, and hoped he could draw a line under it and move on He served the suspension He came off the bench against Celtic and eight minutes later, lunges into a challenge on David Turnbull that could have had awful consequences for David Turnbull. And it's in an area of the park, Gordon, just in front of the dugouts. It's as it's unnecessary as it is ridiculous. Um, he should have been sent off. Um, he will now serve another ban because the SFA will do him on Thursday. There's no doubt about it. He'll miss another number of games. I think it could be three or four games he'll miss now. What use is that to Dundee United? Mm. Because you take in... The fact that he was off in the first half against Aberdeen He missed a couple of games He came on for a few minutes as a substitute And he's going to miss another bundle of games That's of no use whatsoever to Tam Cords And Dundee United will need to address it uh, Ricky's a Celtic fan What did you make of it Ricky? Uh, oh, straight away when I seen it at first I, I thought you know, he should have been after mm. part But then again uh, The referees You know Not seeing the full picture Then you know, you, you can't. I really can't blame the referee for no sending them off if he's no seen it. But it was a shocking tackle. Mm. Well, to be this is the thing he's he's seen enough, Gordon, to, mm. to give a yellow. And this is where you know we, we end up going round in circles on on this stuff because he's obviously seen something. He gave a yellow. Um, the assistant had a pretty good view, and the fourth official certainly. Oh. 
had a good view. Is that the bit that surprises you? Yeah, yeah, that's why I was trying to get at the top of show, Gordon. I, I could not believe. Yeah, you can understand the referee getting caught up. Maybe player running in front of him don't get, get doesn't get the right view at the right time. But there's a there's a assistant um, referee there, and the fourth official standing. They can clearly see it. They're mic'd up. A bit of information. Look, you see it right away. That's not one that you have to look at a replay. You know as a footballer, he's over the top. It's reckless. It's dangerous. It's a leg breaker. And I know that people say, oh, sometimes you you exaggerate things. I thought David Tumble was very lucky to get away without an injury. Yeah, I mean, Ricky, you... I'm interested in what you said at the top there Because I feel like a lot of people are agreeing with that Sometimes you need to see the replay And let's be honest Everything looks terrible when you slow it down And football's maybe got itself In a bit of a sticky spot with that Because you can always slow things down And look at it And, and it looks so much worse than it was But this one looked pretty bad in real time didn't it You could, you could almost sense it straight away But I was saying to Maybe the linesman You know Maybe if he's You know on that side of the park You know He doesn't see it But then What Gordon's just said They're about the fourth official He's banging line back, so he should have seen it, you know. So I, I, I would change my view now that mm-hmm. probably uh, somebody else should have recognised that was a red card and get him straight away. Yeah, I mean, Gordon, having never played the game like you guys, I just stand on the outside and observe, and sometimes I've got a little bit of sympathy for players because you think, you know, what if you maybe you're, maybe you're on the stretch? I, I feel like I can imagine it being really easy to be stretching for something, and yeah, the studs might land on an ankle or something, and when it's slowed down, it looks horrific. But in the cold light of day, if you were to take a breath, you realise, well, you know, he's just stretched there. He's, he's got it mm. wrong. He's a bit late. I, I can't really understand the, that one from, from Callum Butcher, if I'm being honest. So maybe that's just me. I don't really know how, how it ends up so high. You know, I... I if, if, even if I was trying to cut him some slack I'm I just not sure I could I don't, I don't even think Callum Butcher would expect Anybody to cut him any slack Gordon. It's one of those moments that I think He'll look back at And if he is an honest pro he'll regret There's no doubt The The fact that you're right You can get a rash tackle You can get caught up in things It's the height of the tackle The studs I, 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 I keep going back and saying Callum Butcher isn't the lucky one here And the fact that he's only going to receive a few games or whatever the band's got to be. Turnbull is a very lucky boy. This this boy had to suffer uh, an injury at Motherwell when the deal fell through at Celtic Park and he fought back from that. Now, I'm not saying he's never going to get injured and obviously things happen in, in tackles in football, but that was an absolute disgrace of a tackle going. The height of it, everything about it, the force that he's went in with, he's going in there in a spur of the moment for me and I hate saying this about professional football. I think he knows what he's doing. He's going in there to take the player out. Yeah, I mean, I'm always a bit reluctant for that, Roger, because there's only one man who knows, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure where it gets us doing that type of second guessing because it can be unfair if we've got it wrong. How, how would you know but, well, from the outside? You listen, we won't know. It's usually only one person knows, but it, it's a terrible challenge. And we don't have VAR yet. There's been a lot of talk about VAR and full-time refs in the last few days. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst spoke about it last Friday. David Martindale was talking about it in the aftermath of their game against Hearts at the weekend. There's been loads of different talk about it. But we don't have VAR. What we do have is a compliance system that the compliance officer at the SFA, Andrew Phillips, presides over. He has been quite Gordon. I think that's a deliberate thing. But I think this challenge was one that even Andrew Phillips and the SFA compliance department couldn't ignore. Yeah, in fact, and, and actually just to correct something I said earlier, because the, it's now has been streamlined a little bit, that, that 
idea of you know being seen um, and not seeing the fill-ins that, that's actually been taken out uh, in the summer that was another tweak that, that I forgot to mention earlier on so it, it can now just be actioned by the the compliance officer like I say if it if it makes you shudder Roger that's the sort of I know it's not a very not a very technical term yeah. um, but it used to be that you, you remember them we've been through them all on the show in the bookings and then uh, the panel of three ex-referees can look at it unanimously agree that it, that it gets upgraded to the the, the red card and Fraser Wishart was on this show many times and he felt that that was wrong and on behalf of the players you know we need to stop re-refereeing the games so that's what they've tried to do and fair enough but there will be exceptional circumstances and I think in the top flight certainly this is the first one of this season that, that falls into that bracket and I think again does it make you shudder that's sort of the the test I know it's not um, yeah, maybe the right language listen, of course it does and I've yet to meet anyone who disagrees with the decision to cite Callum Butcher for the challenge um, I think it'll be done on Thursday he'll miss a bundle of games and what it does as well is it just sends out a little warning to the players as well that the compliance officer is watching you clearly Callum Butcher hasn't learned any lessons from his red card against Aberdeen and he's about to serve another ban are you happy with that you think that's that's a a better way of doing it So this Because we did We used to get So tied up Where we would say Well hold on The referee did see it Because he gave a booking And then I would unfortunately Have to say Yeah but he obviously Didn't see the full extent And that's why It's a red And you know And we would do that Maybe too often in a season And, and as I referenced Fraser thought that was Very unfair On, on players and so on is, is this better What we have now? It is better Listen I'm in favour of anything That helps people Get the decisions right Whether that's The technology of You know Goal line technology To, to get it right That the ball's over the line Whether it's VAR to, to help referees And linesmen with All manner of decisions You know Offside decisions Red card decisions Any of that And because we don't have VAR just now The best we've got Is the compliance system So If that tweaking the rules Allows a compliance officer To get the decision right which I think he has today Then it should be welcome No I get that But I think Is this not about Is this more than Just getting it right though Because you can always argue After the game Oh that should have been a red That should have been a red That should have been a red But rather than doing it All the time no, And no, constantly re refing yeah, yeah. Are you better limiting yourself To ones that are exceptional And ones that, that Like you said No one if it, No one's arguing about this one Yeah you can put it on your Shudderometer <laughs> I think if it tops okay. the Shudderometer Then Andrew Phillips can step in And players can yeah. expect to be cited uh, Thank you Ricky What about Chris and Bears Den? Chris what's your take on all this? Uh, hi guys how you doing? Good thanks good uh, I, I think it was already actually I mentioned it was the fact that it's like uh, uh, David Turnbull has already had an injury And you know now He's just got that fear Almost that now he could get that injury again If if folk are wandering in They tell him like that and you know, he's he will he, he kind of step away a wee bit when he's playing and stuff. You know, will he go in for a, a, a challenges? Know that he's got that. You know that yeah. a chance he can pick up an injury again if you're getting tackles like that. It done on him. Chris, you can't do that as as a player. I understand what you're saying. Uh, Turnbull will have looked back at that and thought to yourself, I'm a lucky person to get away without a serious injury here. But you can have an injury, a freak injury in training. You, can, you can't you can go through your career thinking, I need to watch every tackle. Um, 
it was exceptional in this fans the, the fact that I've not seen as bad as a tackle that mm. this season, Gordon. You're saying there about compliance officer. I agree with Fraser Wisher. I hate re refereeing games because there's always arguments all over the place for different opinions. This one is straightforward. Nobody can mm. argue with it. But I, I don't think I think David Turnbull will look back and think, yeah. I got away with it. I was a bit lucky there because uh, it could have done me a serious injury, but it will not affect the guy's yeah, game. And to be fair, Roger, that that's a side note, isn't it? I am not in the business of trying to cut Callum Butcher any slack, like I said earlier. But it's not like he's sort of able to calculate. Oh well, David Turnbull's been injured before, so I should or shouldn't dive it. You know that that is for you know. It's a, an interesting observation yeah, it, But it, it, I'm not sure how it, relevant it, it necessarily is I hope David Turnbull doesn't take this the wrong way The subject of the tackle is irrelevant It wouldn't have mattered if the tackle had been on David yeah. Turnbull Tom Rogic, Callum McGregor Or anyone you like It's the actual The act of challenging In that sort of dangerous Reckless lunging way Doesn't matter who, who you're challenging on Or what sort of injuries that player's suffered in the past it's the challenge that's getting Callum Butcher mm. into trouble Not the subject of the challenge uh, Not necessarily anything to do with the tackle Chris Because he was he was fine And uh, he got up and so on I think David Turnbull will get a wee rest in Europe Given the, the nature of this game And given the fact that he's played more minutes than anyone else I think Or certainly up there Yeah um, I hope so Because that was going to uh, be my to that second point it's like This is the chance I think For Celtic to rest a few players We've already got um, a couple of injuries there with uh, Jota and uh, Ralston and we could really do with no getting any more in a game that won't actually mean anything. Um, I know it's at Celtic Park and the fans will be expecting a strong performance but we need to look ahead to quite um, a busy season and we've, uh, the Christmas season and we've already lost two or three key players just mm-hmm. now so and we've not even really got into the mix eight yet. Is he the number one candidate for a rest, Gordon? I'm not sure anyone um, would have imagined David Turnbull having played 33 games for club and country uh, by the 7th of December. Yeah, I, I do believe uh, knowing David Turnbull, he'll not want a rest, Gordon. He'll want to play every game, but you've got to manage him through this festive uh, period because there's a lot of games coming very uh, thick and fast. And um, he's got to use his squad. The problem with Celtic just now is... They've not got that strength and depth with the squad. You, you, we, we've seen it in Germany when he was looking at the bench. They made the substitutions, and everybody agreed that it made the it made the side a bit weaker. He's waiting for a January window. He's obviously got his strength in then. My, I would like to see. I know that you just don't put a team out there thinking, right, it's just a case, it's a, it's a dead robber, we're nothing to play for. Of course you've got something to play with. It's the same with Rangers. You're playing mm. for Celtic, you're playing for Rangers. I would love to see some of the youngsters in the background that he's identified, that he's noticed, getting a bit of an opportunity, where it's on the bench in 10, 15 minutes, to show the supporters there's also homegrown talent coming through. Well, we're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu a bit later on, so I'm sure we can elaborate on what Europe might look like. It's 01419511025. Thank you to Chris in Bears Den Rangers fans. Where are you planning on going to Leon and you've had to cancel? Have you now cancelled your cancellation and you are in fact going to Leon? Maybe you're staying at home, but you've got some interesting thoughts on this debacle. Either way, now is the time to share them. 0141-951-1025. Pick up that phone and we'll speak to you after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Roger Hanna and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, 01419511025. What an education that was uh, during the break. You see, Roger Hanna's a big NFL fan, as is producer Chris, and we've got producer Scott in as well. They're all big NFL fans, so they were sort of, you know, talking about American football and uh, Gordon DL always with his finger on the pulse, pipes in to ask uh, who Joe DiMaggio plays for. <laughs> wrong sport, wrong century. But it'll be, two, it'll be two centuries out yet, and no, we're, we're nearly there. Um, I was actually thinking. Up to speed? I was actually thinking about Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, I can see how you made that mistake. He's my, uh, he my favourite. Really player. similar. Unfortunately, he said Tom Carson. Tom, <laughs> Tom Carson was in the Barton goalie in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> my goodness! I see you're still getting stuck back into those. <laughs> I, I'd like to apologise from the weekend. <laughs> oh come on! Hold on a minute. He's just laughed, and I've seen inside his mouth. That's something yep. you never want to see. Oh. During the show, right? Uh, right for, I'm sorry. I'll, you can go for maybe. A twirl so Don't go for you've it You've gone chocolate eclair I know I like you chocolate eclair You can't on, on, on radio That's never going well, to work I, I didn't think the break Was going to be so quick Gordon I thought obviously You go over to ask Roger The sensible questions Come to me later That's for true the cast yeah, offs. yeah pretty much uh, Right Rangers fans Let's hear from you Are you going to Leon? Were you meant to be going And now you're not Are you just staying at home And you're bemused By the full thing Whatever it is 01419511025 Rangers have issued a statement today They say they've been left frustrated This comes after the French government Said away fans could attend the game with Lyon But yesterday they said They couldn't Now they had referenced a local festival Taking place this week uh, Meaning there was insufficient policing uh, To handle the 2,200 Rangers fans Who had been sold tickets the week before Roger, I'm just confused by this full thing It is as if this festival had just suddenly Appeared Everybody knew this was taking place So to make that call yesterday Was weird enough To then <laughs> Go back on that today I'd... Bizarre you No know, the whole thing's a nonsense I'm starting to finish It's a nonsense If they're saying they can't handle 2,200 Rangers fans How on earth do they cope with Big support from PSG From Marseille From Monaco From all the other French teams That go there on a regular basis uh, How on earth do they cope with General policing of the city I can't imagine The festival of light Is a particularly Raucous occasion Demanding You know Armed police Walking the streets Of the city They should be able To control A nice festival of light And 2000 Rangers fans In the town With no problem at all um, The messages coming To Rangers Have been um, Insufficient They haven't been Regular enough um, they haven't updated Rangers all their support Anything like the way they should have done And I genuinely feel sorry for The supporters who will have lost Flights, will have lost hotel rooms Will have lost ticket money And will have missed out on a very nice trip To a very nice city at a nice time of year um, it, Frankly, it's not good enough Rangers said yesterday before the U-turn They were taking the issue up with the authorities Including UEFA And I do hope they get that some satisfaction On behalf of the supporters that have missed out Yeah, because some have managed to still go ahead then and, and sort of press reset on their, their plans and, and push forward with it. Others have had to cancel. They're talking about, you know, tour companies and all the rest of it that haven't been able to then turn it back around because the, the time's is too short. And it just seems it just seems very strange well, all around. Listen, Rangers themselves are missed out because they had a corporate flight booked. Yeah. Um, it was cancelled in good faith yesterday after they got the information from the French Minister for the Interior. Um, and because of the lack of time, they can't reorganise it. So imagine that, you know, down through all the Rangers fan base. And Rangers put a statement out yesterday. If you were a supporter going in the trip, 
You would have cancelled, wouldn't you? You'd have cancelled your flight, you'd have cancelled your hotel, you'd have tried to get whatever money back as you quickly could. as possible. As, as, quick, yeah. as quickly as possible. So, for 24 hours later, for the French authorities to say, actually, we've a wee U turn, you, you can come mm. after all, it's simply not good enough. Mark is a Rangers fan from Airdrie. You weren't planning on going, Mark, were you? Hey, hi, Pano. Uh, no, so, so, thankfully, I wasn't planning yeah. on going. Uh, but I had a few friends that were planning on going, and even now they were doing the sports option. Mm-hmm. And they've said they still they still can't go basically. So yeah, so they're part of the group that can't now go because it's it's, it's too late to sort of go back on the cancellation. So they're missing out, yeah. Pretty much, yep. Gordon, it's been a strange turn of events. Very strange indeed, Gordon. And I feel sorry for the supporters and uh, the money that they're got to lose, especially at this time of year. Any time of year, uh, it's lost money. It's, it could have been avoided, Gordon. The information coming from France was poor. Um, but the only consolation really If you're going to lose out Is the fact that it's not a game that Every Rangers fan wants to go and see their team Of course they're doing it And supporters in other clubs are the same But it's not a game that's Ah that doesn't come into it You don't do want to miss your away day You don't want to miss your European away day Absolutely not I think it, I think it you know, lightens the blow a little bit if it's not that. Some people go on European away days and, I know, and don't care about the game. Remember, yeah, I know, some, I know some people are very proud of the fact that they can say that they've been to every home and away game. I take that on board. But what I'm saying is, if it's impossible to do, at least you're not missing one of the important that's ones. The point, though, is you know, it is possible. It's just the timing that's that's really killed it. I mean, uh, Mark, how are you feeling about the game in general? See, I'm quite optimistic. I think I really do think we can get a result because I think Leon will play not a full strength team, and I think Gio. I don't think he'll drop as many players as we think. So obviously he rested uh, Davis and Kent during the weekend. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be a, a weakest team as what some people are thinking. At, and I'm really optimistic about get, going over there and getting a result. So that's why I thought it would have been so good for the fans to go over there because Leon are a big, big team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Roger. That is what was. Extra interesting about that decision at the weekend Because if Kent and Davis need a rest Want a rest Tomorrow, a Thursday night would be would have been a good time to do it In yeah, a game that, that doesn't matter as much as it otherwise could have So does that rest at the weekend suggest that they actually do play on Thursday? Unless they get a two game rest mm-hmm. I mean, that would well, be we're, into, we're into uncharted territory And it's a nice way to be into uncharted territory Because the results... Don't matter on Thursday night Whatever happens Rangers could win 5-0 Or lose 5-0 They're still going to be Second in the group And they're still going into The Europa League Knockout round In February time Celtic could win 5-0 Or lose 5-0 to Betis And they're still going to Finish third in the group And go into the Conference League Knockout round in February So I think this is An ideal time At a juncture in the season Where the fixtures are coming Thicker and faster Than at any other time I think both teams will rest a lot of players And it is You know, Dad spoke about young guys going through But look at Liam Scales, for instance mm-hmm. Got that goal at Tannadice It's a night for Liam Scales to start James McCarthy Mikey Johnson to get another start Leela Bada maybe to come back in Near Beaton to get a start who's played well You know, people like that For Rangers as well It's a night for Nathan Patterson, isn't it? John McLaughlin It's maybe a night for Ryan Jack to get a start After so long and just a couple of sub-appearances The Bakunas, the Lundstroms, the Scott Wrights The Kemar Roofs I, I think See, all these Roger, guys should play I know Gordon said that Perfectly, we should have been at the weekend Then rest Thursday with a big game against Hearts coming at the weekend I don't know I, 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 I can't 
second guess the Rangers manager just now he's just in the building but he might just go for the two games with him and decide look I'm giving you a rest on Thursday mm. as well we've got a massive game against Hearts at the weekend you can go and play look at the squad that Rangers have got they've got players there desperate to play and get some game time so I would not be surprised if Davis and Kent was still you know didn't start a game on Thursday night what about the financial side of things though because I get that the groups can't change but for a win in the Europa League it's about half a million pounds now I'm not sure Celtic or Rangers can sniff at that yeah but winning the championship this season and getting straight into the Champions League group mm. stages is worth about 40 million pounds so I think they'll probably err on the side of caution I think players will get a rest because this is a big weekend Rangers going to Tynecastle against a hard side that not necessarily firing on all cylinders but the third in the league and you know what Tynecastle's like when the old mm. firm come to town Celtic have lost there already this season that'll be a big game for Rangers and having seen Motherwell at the weekend I don't think Celtic can take anything for granted against that Motherwell team you know the likes of Tony Watt playing so well Kevin Von Vane up there um, so I think Ange Bossacoglu he's already hinted he'll make changes he's not treating it he said in the papers this morning as a dead rubber because he knows the importance of getting game time into some players but I would be surprised if you saw the likes of Turnbull or Kyogo playing on Thursday Did you see that Mark? Did you see the difference there? The difference with Roger Hanna doesn't even get out of bed for half a million not interested not enough for him to change his opinion that half a million pounds that you get for a win Get out of my bed for a hundred pound then <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Is there still a bit of importance attached to it for you? Oh it's a hundred percent importance it's obviously because of Covid obviously a lot of Scottish teams have took big hits with their financials and now Rangers included because of how high a wage bill we've got and Obviously, same as Celtic, we bring in over nearly fifty thousand, over fifty thousand every game. But all away fans are always there, so it's a lot of money that you're losing. Do you know what I mean? And I think even in the Europa League as well, half a million pound. It's still half a million pound in the Scottish market. You can buy a really, really good player for half a million pound. Uh, and I think as well, he's right. Champions League is huge this year, especially for Rangers, because I think if we can get it, we'll it will on the financial aspect it'll. It'll help us so much To become more financially stable And being self-sufficient I get Roger's point About the mm. That's 10 Glenn Kamara Scoring deal Yeah, yeah. But I'm with I'm with Roger a little bit in this. I, 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 Too I, much no, money No I, I, I totally understand the, the, the argument of it But I just feel that You could go over there And play your song aside And I know you'll have A better opportunity winning But you're up against A, a Leon team That's quality And no but Mark's saying They'll make one or two changes I bet one or two changes They've got real Decent Decent Backup players They're at home as well uh, I think that The Rangers manager's Concentration this year Is Seriously going to be First and foremost Tyne Castle at the weekend No doubt for me I mean Mark I guess well, Maybe not Maybe I'm doing him a disservice but Giovanni Van Bronckhorst I assume will lose a game Eventually uh, Therefore How much does that come into Him trying to keep That run going Is that particularly important to you? That is Majorly important Because you know How tight the league is And Celtic are picking up For him as well Is that It's starting to come to you again Just a two horse race And if you can go to places Like Tynecastle With the form that they're on And you can get for their three points It's huge Because again Celtic haven't done that This season they went there and lost. So if we lose points then and they win against Motherwell, it's only down to one point. And then you're looking at it and you're getting a bit worried. Whereas if we just keep winning and out and just keep doing our own thing, I agree that Tynecastle is more important than Leon and Thursday, 100%. Because the league is the most important thing at the end of the day. If you were guaranteed three points at Tynecastle Sunday lunchtime, would you take a defeat in Leon, Mark? 
Aye, I would hundred percent. I'd take a, I'd, I would take a defeat if I was guaranteed three points against Tynecastle, mm. because yeah. as he says, we're already through and we're already guaranteed to go through to the the knockout. And if you beat Hearts uh, the weekend, you really, I know it's early, but uh, you finish them. The, you know, you, it's a two horse race, and you're only looking over your shoulder at Celtic. Now, a lot of people fancy Hearts this year to run them, run the title challenge close. I don't personally. I think third will be the best that they'll get, but. If Rangers go through to Tynecastle at the weekend, win that game, then Hearts are basically, you know, not going to be any competition to Rangers at all. Mark and Airdrie, that was a pleasure. Hopefully you'll give us a call back sometime. Aye, thanks very much for that, panel. Have a lovely night. Good man, Andrew. You Mark too. and Airdrie, 01419511025. You can join Mark on the line if you call us right now. We could be speaking to you next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Dieller here. It's 01419511025. If any fans out there were heading to the big game tonight between Elgin and Kelty, turn round, turn the car round. It's been off. called off. And Stormbarra. Stormbarra is wreaking havoc. It's hit the Highlands. And uh, Kevin Thompson, Kelty manager, is not happy about it. He's on yeah. Twitter. Angry face emojis He says Shambles Part time players Taking days off work Six days notice To travel through A yellow warning Four and a half hours On the bus to get there And it's called off Some common sense Would be nice To be part of the thinking Behind the scheduling Oh Can't argue with I noticed Even in the Premiership A very late call off At Perth um, fortunately Fraser Wishart still made it there For the show on Saturday Did we pay him for that? I don't know if we got to the bottom of it Did did we pay him anyway? For that? Did we pay him normally? I've got to say that's a long trip to see someone standing there waiting for you to say turn the bus back boys Yeah I'd well, like Perth to, or Elgin Elgin Elgin's considerably uh, longer Yeah I'd like to be standing there I would like to be that guy that gave him the information <sighs> to see his face <laughs> Anyway 01419511025 on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter uh, Let's bring in Graham and Irvin Graham's a Rangers fan Tell me you weren't planning on going to Leon either, Graham. Oh, no, no chance. Nobody's respecting them there. It's been quite quite a strange couple of days on that front, hasn't it? Uh, um, no, it has it hasn't half. I'm just good evening, panel. Um I'm just phoning up to say about the last caller there about saying he thinks that Kent and Davis have been saved for Thursday night. I hope they're, no, they're never near the pitch on Thursday night. I hope I hope Mary was never near the pitch on Thursday night. Mm. I hope they play the second the, the the boys that's no actually getting a game. Your Partisans, Bakunas, and McLaughlin's in goal because Hearts is far more a, a bigger game than what it is on Thursday night. We're th- already through, so we yeah. do need to prove. I think the guys in here actually definitely agree with you, Graham. Uh, they they sort of explained that. I'll, I'll try again. The five hundred thousand pounds you get for winning a game in the Europa League does that does that change your opinion at all? No, as, as Roger said there about two minutes ago, forty million pound for Champions League. <laughs> that's the be an end all. End all. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I'm interested that it's a leak for me. The guys seem to think, Graham. That I mean, can you see a situation where Kent and Davis get a, a two-game rest? Is that would that not be a bit surprising? Well, you've got to think of Davis's age now, and Kent's just back. We don't even know if he was really fully fit when he came back. So you've got to think of that way. 
Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going down that road with Graham. Um, if they're if they're there and they're in the squad, Gordon, I could see them getting thirty minutes or whatever part of the game. I'm not going to be surprised if the team comes in here on Thursday and they're on the bench or they're not included. Um, I just thought that giving them that rest at the weekend, why, what is the point of taking them over there to a, a game that's not really of that importance apart from, as you quite rightly pointed out, the, the 500,000, uh, when you've got such a big game coming up against Hearts at Tynecastle at the weekend? Um but we we don't know because the manager's just in the building. We don't know how he operates. We don't know how he works. He might go over there and surprise us and put out a very strong team. Can't see it happening. I'm with Roger. He rhymed off a few names there. French players that's not had much game time. I think they're, mm. they're the starters. Again, I, I know the way you feel on this. I'm just testing your theories, just making sure they're watertight, coming up with any counter-argument I possibly can. Given that it's so early in Giovanni van Bronckhorst's Rain, given that it's limited training time, is there any sense in, in putting again a semi-strong team out just as another another opportunity for him to get his his ways across and, and for the team to well, to continue to to play that way? Listen, it's a valid point. Dan said himself there, Gordon. We don't know how Giovanni van Bronckhorst really goes about his work. Giovanni van Bronckhorst might try and play his, his strongest eleven every single week, but I, I would tend to think most managers nowadays. They take a bit of guidance from the sports scientists, people, nutrition people, mm. the study of the GPS stats, etc. I would imagine the guys who have played the game so far from, and he's only really, he swapped in Davis and Arfield a couple mm. of times and Sakala came in for Kent at the weekend. Those have been the only changes, you know, I think nine of the players have played every game so far. I would imagine they would get a rest and, you know, it's not as if he's bringing in Untried kids, seventeen. It's still going to be a decent enough you know, side, you, you Roger. Sakala, Roof, and well, you could have Sakala, Roof, and right up front. front. You could have Jack Lundstrom and Bakuna in midfield. John McLaughlin, Nathan Patterson. You know, every week in the show with Rangers fans on crying for Nathan yeah. Patterson to get in the team. This is an opportunity for Nathan Patterson to get in the team. Uh, Graham, your fellow Rangers fan, the previous caller, he he didn't quite agree. He wanted Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's. Um, unbeaten start or, or winning start He felt it was important To continue that But, but you, you You're you not in agreement You think you can Sort of write this one off I, I'm not saying I don't agree with him It could still Rangers have got a, Enough players there To put a strong team Because I'm, I'm pretty sure Leon is not going to put The first team So yeah, That's a fair point We, mm. we obviously are focusing but on she an, yeah, she our, our sides if you like But Another thing quickly and, and See if you're a fringe player and the new manager comes in, the one thing you're waiting for is an opportunity, right? You go to Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon will be the favourites, whether they put out a strong team or not, they'll be the favourites. They've got decent players. And you're a fringe player. The new manager's just in the building. Things are going well. You want to make sure that you are in his plans. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a good opportunity to give somebody a chance. Who then? David and Pollock. Thank you, Graham and Irvin. David, who who in particular? What do you think about Thursday? Who would you like to see? Yeah, I don't really know about Thursday. Basically, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather uh, be looking forward to the, the Sunday game. And I'm listening to the I'm listening to people which can on the radio just now, and they're talking about Kent. That's Kent now. I mean, it, it's, it, I don't know who it was that said it there, but when you get a chance, you need to take it. So to me, Sakala produced more into that game on Sunday uh, for Rangers at the weekend and Kent's done in three games. I thought, I thought Sakala was absolutely phenomenal. 
He had two world-class saves. The goalkeeper had two world-class saves against him, where the two goals were getting into the top bag. And he missed a few chances, don't get it wrong, but he was there to take him. Now, I'm not saying Kent doesn't score good goals now and again, because he does. But at the end of the day, Sakala is going to get a chance. 100%. Yeah, I mean, Sakala has started European mm-hmm. games before, Gordon, so I'm not. Sh- it wouldn't be a huge surprise, but... Is David on to something Keep him in after his efforts At the weekend Well uh, We did say in the show At the weekend That we were very impressed With Sakala Gordon uh, He started the game Very brightly uh, He wasn't composed A couple of times When he had good opportunities But The boy come on Again I thought he was excellent He come on against Livingston Got a really really good goal But in In defence of Kent I thought Kent In the second half Against Livingston Was excellent and he has been out for a period of time And it will take him time to get up to speed again It's a good headache to have um, I'll be interesting on Thursday to see what he does But Sakala certainly uh, showed at the weekend That he's right in the thoughts of the Rangers manager Yeah, there'll be flashes of Kent in the Sparta-Prague game as well When he was out very wide, you know Going past the Sparta-Prague right back then As you say, flashes again in the second half at Livingston um, I would be very surprised if Rangers took the field at Tynecastle on Sunday lunchtime and Ryan Kent wasn't in the starting lineup, it's interesting to hear David say he's pretty much he's thinking about Hearts first and foremost. I've, I've paraphrased David there, but he's, you know that's that's yeah, the one that the people. I think, I think that's inevitable. There's a compliment. And, and, and there's Celtic a compliment in there, I guess. About Motherwell. Yeah, but the you know Rangers have qualified out of this group with a game to spare, mm. so I guess there's a there's a compliment in there, getting yourself into a position that you can do that. And, and listen, that's what I'm saying. You know, Celtic fans have been thinking about Motherwell. Well, we've never really been in this situation where both clubs have, on the face of it, big European games. Leon and Real Betis are big names in the continent. And we've got two games here on, on Thursday night that really, in the grand scheme of things, are far less significant than the domestic games that are coming up on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, you've got to concentrate in the league. That's your bread and butter. Uh, as I said earlier, Hearts have had a good start to season. They're a decent side. They've got good quality. They've got a good side there. They've got good squad. If Rangers put them away on Sunday, then that same finish. They ain't coming back at Rangers. It's too big a gap. 12 points, game in hand. So it would just be a case of concentrating what Celtic's going to do to horse race. Um, so I think you've got to, and Roger's right, Celtic against Motherwell. I know that they'll be firm favourites at Celtic Park. Of course they will. But... <clears throat> Mother have been a, a, a decent bit of form And they can produce a good So I think both teams Especially with the fact that the results on Thursday Don't matter apart from the money obviously um, Will be really focused on the weekend's football David and Pollock That was a pleasure 01419511025 I think we will have to leave it there Because it's that time of the night already Time doesn't have to get away from us on here Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. One of the ugliest beat the pundit victories you will ever see last night mm. from Hugh Keevens. He was all over he was giving me answers straight out of your playbook. And he, and won. he still won. Such as name a Rangers player who plays for a Caribbean side, Joe Aribo, who plays for Nigeria. Mm. How many goalkeepers Conceded three or more at the weekend And he just said Jack Anik When it was a number I was looking yeah, for Obviously yeah. So I think he's been hanging around with you too long The difference is he won And you don't often uh, And oh you should have seen him He was 
Let's just say he was throwing offensive gestures around the studio <laughs> after he got his victory. Unbecoming of a man of uh, his seniority. Exactly. What was the score? He, he then turned around and was pointing to the non-existent name on the back of his cardigan. Oh, he was, right. he, was abs- he was going for it. He lost control, to be quite honest. I'm, I'm going to actually see if the compliance officer uh, will take a look. But it's your chance to play beat the you, pundit you tonight. Paying attention. He has got a name in the back of his cardigan. It says Little. <laughs> no, it's George. I think. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Give us a call right now if you want to play beat the pundit. The lines do close at seven o'clock, so you'll have to be quick. See if you can take on Roger or Gordon after these. Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 If you want to join them And we would love to have you Lots happening tonight The breaking news at the start uh, Dundee United's Callum Butcher uh, Is going to be called up by the Scottish FA For that challenge on Celtic's David Turnbull So he's facing another suspension Rangers fans still looking to hear from you If you were planning to go to Leon, Maybe you've cancelled it Maybe you've been able to cancel the cancellation And still go ahead after the double U-turn uh, Whatever it is Pick up the phone And let us know We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu And Greg Taylor Celtic fans It looks like that trio Of Japanese signings Will be on its way So pick up the phone And let us know What you think And we'll get to it After this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Okay Beat the pundit time Kevin Is in Johnson How's it going Kevin yeah, not bad, thanks. How are you guys? Not bad at all, thanks for asking. I said last night, Kevin, it was a win ugly uh, from Hugh Keevans. I've just had a disturbing message in for him. Uh, he says he's um, practising the Ange for his next beat the pundit when he's in the kitchen beating his chest ready for <laughs> oh, Friday. I thought you meant he was trading he's, in the cardigan for a jumper. It's Hugh Keevans, so there we go. There's an image. I, 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 could, see, I could see Hugh wearing those Ange jumpers. Thanks, we'll get yeah. one for his Christmas. Yeah, I think it's every chance. You'll not have any idea where a kitchen is. <laughs> I, I yeah, probably I, not. I, I know. You've been his man cave. Uh, Kevin, have you ever played before? No, this is my first time. Oh, okay. You feeling confident? I well, some nights I'm good, some nights I'm not so good. So we'll see how I am tonight. Well, I know how you feel there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think the questions are mm, so-so tonight. If it's heads, you'll play Roger Hanna, but he starts on minus one. And if it's tails, it will be Gordon Diel. And I'm afraid it is heads. It's Roger Hanna oh, minus luck, one. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to give Roger some Clyde 2 to listen to So that he doesn't know what you're saying We'll put 30 seconds on the clock And I say the same thing to every contestant It's pretty straightforward If you don't know, pass quickly And we'll move on, okay? Okay Right, let's go 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now How many league goals has Kyogo scored this season? Uh, 10 Aberdeen's J. Emmanuel Thomas came through the youth system At which London club? Uh, QPR Name any ex-Celtic player Who now plays for Leon. Uh, Mr Dembele Who's got more international caps Helander or Kamara Kamara Air United goalkeeper Aidan McAdams Has been banned For two games After throwing what At opposing fans uh, A water bottle Frankie McAvoy Has been sacked From which English Championship side uh, Pass Okay let's bring Roger back Roger can you hear us Nope, not yet Roger Hanna, can you hear us? Yeah Good, got you 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts Now How many league goals Has Kyogo scored so far this season? Eight 
Aberdeen's J. Emmanuel Thomas The Jet came through the youth system at which London club Arsenal Name any ex-Celtic player who now plays for Lyon Mr. Dembele Who's got more international caps, Hilander or Kamara? Kamara Air United goalkeeper Aidan McAdams has been given a two-match ban after throwing what at Toilet opposing roll. fans? Frankie McAvoy has been sacked from which English Preston. Championship side? Who scored more club goals this season, Shea Adams or Lyndon Dykes? Shea Adams. Okay. Uh, Kevin, how do you think it went? Uh, I think I've been beaten. Mm, I mean, do you know what, Kevin, coming up against this Anorak, it's never easy. He's... It's, I knew it was going to be hard, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. He does start on minus one, though. Um, and you're going to need it early because Kyogo has scored eight. He got that one on the nose, and you went for ten. Uh, so we're level, if you like. J. Emmanuel Thomas came through the youth system at Arsenal. Roger goes one in front. You both knew Musa Dembele is at Leon, as is Jason Denier. You both knew Glenn Kamara has forty caps compared to Hollander's eighteen. So quite a clear one that. Aidan McAdams has been given a ban for throwing toilet roll. Seriously, Scottish football, eh? Never a dull day. You look shocked. Did you not know that? Yeah, yeah, I've got that down. All right, okay. Why are you looking shocked then? Because when he was at Eric, he'd never find it. Right, okay. uh, <laughs> I needed it something. Frankie McAvoy <laughs> has been sacked from Preston, so still Roger, one, two, three, four, five, two up. And he even had time to get the last one wrong. Lyndon Dykes has got oh, two more, get more? Yes. Uh, than Shea Adams. Kevin, it was absolutely fine. You got two. Some of them were quite tough, but you met the Anorak in form. Hard lines. Yep. Bit of a pace didn't Oh well Good man That was Kevin In Johnson What are you holding your paper up for? (laughs) I'm just If it's any consolation to Kevin He would have lost tonight Would he? Yeah It's easy for you to say that When the pressure's not on I'd write them down Mike I'd them down I can't He wrote them down You see you read out the answer Exactly (laughs) I've had a tweet in here actually This is something we might need to keep an eye on Jack Says uh, I know he's not on tonight But get a grip of Mark Wilson I've just been on his Instagram And he's got squirrels running over oh, him Well this is what we mentioned at 6 o'clock <laughs> He is officially talking to the animals He's he got, is got super scoreboard's squirrel whisperer He's a problem He really is <laughs> He is a problem now, so he's, a, he's away for a few days Trying to see the sights And he's uploading pictures to his social media One with him holding a bird on his arm know, And, and an actual bird And the other one with a squirrel right, I mean that's It's, it's just Oh, I don't know. Do you know what the first bit thing I think of when I see those you? I just think of the absolute disdain that you will show oh. those pictures when you see them. Does it anger a, you? Does put, it like no, no, no? I put a nice wee quote on his Instagram for him. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I liked it first and foremost. Then put a nice wee thing. Yeah, we'll when you go away for a couple of days to a city far off, what do you normally have I'll in your arm? We'll leave that. We'll leave that one there. Thank you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Keep your calls coming in. Let's hear a bit of Greg Taylor, shall we? We've got that many games. There's no time to check what's been said. I know we're, we'll be linked with a number of players. Some will be true, some will be false. It's part and parcel of the game. But uh, it's we, we do look forward to having extra reinforcements. We've got a strong squad as it is. There's a lot of boys pushing to play, as there is already in the building. So if we're adding to that, there's going to be uh, even more uh, competition. So it can yeah. only hopefully improve us. There's always going to be a competition in every place. At the size of this club, it's it's normal. Uh, every player looks to relish it, and um, hopefully uh, it, it brings the squad stronger. Yeah, Roger Hanna, the context for that, of course, Celtic appearing to close in on a trio of Japanese signings for January. Yeah, I, I think so. Hatate, 
uh, Maida and Idiguchi all seem to be ones who have, have caught the eye. I think that they're going to be available in January. The season's finished. Um, it, it's a market Ange Postacoglu knows well because he's worked there recently. You know, it wouldn't surprise you if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst l- looked at the Dutch market. You know, you, you, managers they, they tend to look at markets that they're familiar with. Ange spoke at the weekend as well. He even mentioned the, the K League in Korea as somewhere. Where he knows there's quality players, and he said, if other people don't want to look there, he's quite content with that because he's happily looking there on his own. So I think you 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 see action, and if all of them, any of them, make as big an impact as Kyogo's made in his first six months in Scotland, then I think the Celtic fans will be quite happy. Let's bring in Mick, who's a Celtic fan in Balonmuk. What do you think of that, Mick? Is that something that would excite you going forward? Oh, very much so, eh, guys. Uh, good evening, but uh, first of all, first of all, guys, how you doing? Yeah, all right, thank you. All, all right. good, thanks. Right, uh, what it is, uh, my boy showed me a, a video on YouTube last night of uh, Mayeda, uh, you know the 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 baldy centre forward. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we see his dribbling skills. You think Yota's hot when he's on the ball? I'll tell you, this boy's uh, dribbling skills is phenomenal. His pace is phenomenal. And I'll tell you, if he gets within a 30, 35 radius of the penalty box, I'll tell you, the spectacular goals that he'll score with, either, with both feet and the head, I'll tell you, he's going to have... It's going to be absolutely magical. Excite, it really does excite me what him and Kyogo can do up, up mm-hmm. front. It's funny you say that, Mick, because Gordon DL tried to show me a video on YouTube earlier, but mm-hmm. it's not something I can actually discuss. Uh, on a family show Roger no, the... They both had subtitles though Didn't they <laughs> Something like that <laughs> um, What do you make of Mick's YouTube well, scouting Because that's the way of the world In 2021 That's what you're going to do You're going to check out uh, The players get a bit of footage You Understand some of the The excitement The hope That, yeah, that Mick carries Yeah We had days in my ear In the back page of the Scottish Sun This morning And his kimono He wore traditional dress To pick up his J-League Top goal scorer award um, And I think he He now feels Judging by the, the comments coming out of Japan that the, the time is right for him to test himself Outside of his homeland He's aware of the impact that Furuhashi's made He's probably aware of the impact that Ange Postacoglu's made so far in Scotland And he sounds as if He fancies a little bit of it for himself So I just hope when he flies in If he does fly in in January That the squirrel whisperer Mark Wilson is back up mm-hmm. And we can dress him up in the kimono And send him to Glasgow Airport to meet the player like I said Gordon That's the beauty of technology You can find out a bit more about players now Than you previously would have Very broadly speaking As mix, You know One of the three is a is a striker One's a left back The other one a bit more versatile Yeah he was Roger. described to him actually Eriguchi as a box to box midfield yeah. player So um, he, he'll add to the mix I know You know Antiposhikoglu has spoken before About his need for a player Or his desire For a player like that So He's been in Europe Before Edeguchi He's been at Leeds He's been on loan In continental Europe He's not maybe made the impact That he wanted But it looks as if He may well get a second opportunity I'd, fe- I'd be excited Gordon If I was a Celtic fan Knowing that You know He knows the transfer market Over there He knows the style of uh, football He knows the players He knows what The Scottish game now is He'll know that They can fit into that um, they certainly need they need more quality in the squad, and I think he's addressing that. Um, and I think everyone just judges the fact of what Kyogo's doing just now, the performances. Jota, for instance, coming in, the performances of him. He's turned players like Tom Rogic that we thought maybe didn't have a career not that long ago at Celtic Park. Ralston, who was looking like he was getting out, 
So he's making players better. He's fitting them into a system. And he's right. Look, I've not seen a bad player on YouTube yet. Uh, but I've got to say, I would be excited as well because I think he's got an eye for a player gone. I mean, Mick, we heard from Greg Taylor there doing what, what players always do. Oh, no, no, competition's good. You know, we welcome that. We've got a lot of games and it, it drives everyone on. It does appear that one of the players will be a left back. Greg Taylor's just come back from injury. Was that an area that, that Celtic really had to address in your mind? I, 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 they've got to do that. Competition's always important for for every position in the team. You, you, you know yourself, guys. You, you need two players for almost every position. And what I was going to say as well was watching the the game up at Tannadice there on Sunday. I mean, the incident with the tackle on a uh, uh, Turnbull. On Turnbull. On Turnbull was, was absolutely dreadful. If you do that, it's, I don't know if any's watched uh, last night the the Everton Arsenal game. Did yep. you see the bit where, where, where the, the Everton player more or less put, put his, his, his full boot onto the face of the Arsenal player? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, I, thought, I thought that was terrible. How, how he never get sent off for that last night was was a joke. But as I said, looking forward to, you know, I, I got my ticket through this morning for the cup final, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a good day mm-hmm. out at Hamden. And, okay. uh, and uh, oh, I'm looking forward to it, mate. Will you be a... Uh, Covering the game that day I, just, I don't even know I don't, I don't look that mm. far ahead I'd imagine there'll be Some sort of plans uh, In place Because it's going to be Quite the occasion I know the tickets Will be hard to come by That's why I was um, Interested to hear Mix manage to land one Just on that game Last night Roger um, We don't talk about The Wee League Down the road too often But There goes that notion That if you get VAR <laughs> You sort of do away With debatable decisions And it clears everything up Because as Mick quite rightly says There was a, a boot to the face At yeah, one ben, point and I think Ben Godfrey On the land Tommy Yashi The Arsenal right back And it's funny The commentators always try and Fill airtime While the VAR decision Is taking place And Alan Smith was Certain It was going to be A red card for Ben Godfrey He was going to go out He'd caught Tommy Yashi With his studs in the face And then the decision Came down And they waved play on Oh sorry I thought, I thought Roger yeah, was yeah, carrying uh, on Yeah I was going to jump <laughs> I, I think he's uh, He's got his throat stuck With that fudge He's just put his <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I, I totally agree uh, I couldn't believe the decision I watched the part of the game Gordon And I seen the incident And it was incredible I was Listen, I, Like I say Just to, to make it About us A bit more You know we, we speak about Turnbull At the weekend And everyone's saying oh, You know if you've got VR mm. it's, it's a red all day long you just, you, just, you just do still get those moments I've been banging on about this For months well, you're asking humans to make judgment calls, you will always get this. It's, it's never, it's never going to be that word. The word I hate the most: consistency. It just, just doesn't exist. It's just, it's a bit of a fantasy, Roger. Yeah, I thought it was a strange decision. I, I tend to agree with Alan Smith. I thought Godfrey would be sent off. Um, I know that the wordings of some of the rules down there are slightly different to the wordings of some of the rules that you quote up here, Gordon. <laughs> it looked to me whether it was intentional or not. It, there was a sort of Element of brutality to it If you like And I thought that would be enough To land him a red card But, but clearly not uh, Yeah I mean Mick This week as well We're talking Europa League And How much it matters Or, or how much it doesn't What's your own view on that? Every game matters uh, uh, Gordon Every game ma- uh, matters uh, it's, it's extra game Extra game time For Extra game time for, for, for other players if they, if they want to rest Kyogo or whatever th- through the middle or whatever. I mean, there, there's one or two that, that, that he could uh, t- tweak to give it a uh, thing with like, say, James McCarthy and all that. Like, you know, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't even be surprised if he, if he played Scott Bain and gave Joe Hart a rest. 
Right you know. Is he another um, candidate? Roger? I think yeah, does age yeah. come into it. I think he must be, and, and the hope I think for us all is that Albion Ayeti gets a start on Thursday, and Hugh Keevans oh. gets to review his performance on Friday. Absolutely. Well, the manager did speak about that, and Postecoglou. He doesn't believe it's a dead rubber. He thinks every game is an opportunity. It sounds like him and Mick are on the same wavelength. He does want to give some players valuable game time. Dead rubber. Well, you know, there's no game to dead rubber. Every game's an opportunity to do something special, you know, and do something that uh, is memorable. So I don't see it as a dead rubber, but it is an opportunity. It's not about resting guys, but I, I need to give some game time to some players for sure because, as we've seen with the last game, players, whether it's injury or, or hoping we, we, need, we can rotate, I need players with some game time under their belts. Um, so Thursday's a, a great opportunity to, for some of the guys who haven't played a lot recently for us to get some 90 minutes under their belt because we've still got... Seven games, I think, between now and the break, uh, including a cup final. So um, we want everyone up and running. I've got one bad knee and I'm well overweight, but I'd love to play, you know. Um, I don't think anyone would, would, would not want that opportunity. Um, European nights um, for our club are, are always special. And, and for me as a manager, it's, it's great because, as you said, they're going to get meaningful minutes. I can't believe the, the resemblance. It's like you two are just... Two peas in a pod You and Ange You go all the way back To your South mm-hmm. Melbourne days Yeah And uh, he was just saying That he's overweight And got a bad knee And you were telling me That you too have a bad <laughs> knee On the way in Yeah but the difference <laughs> I wouldn't love to play Thursday night I'm quite happy How is the watching. knee All I've heard you Whinging about the it knee, Since we got the here The knee is very good I've just uh, It's not very good It's very bad I've just received a <laughs> A phone Easy call mistake for, to make For my surgeon there I'll be speaking to him At the break To get okay. some advice On how I'm going to go forward here Yeah No, no comment on the weight I think we'll, we'll move on I've got myself in trouble uh, For that before <laughs> uh, So I certainly don't want to Go down that route uh, Let me tell you about Something really important Far more important Than Gordon DL's BMI Cash for Kids Mission Christmas If you've already donated To this year's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas appeal Thank you so much We had an unbelievable weekend on here uh, With the sports auction on Saturday The Cash for Kids lunch I mean £59,000 on Incredible. Saturday alone Last night we gave uh, the Mini We gave the Mini Electric away Just along the road in Clyde Bank They have to come and pick Hugh Keevens up now oh. uh, they've, we've given it away It's been amazing the last few weeks the difficulty is there's still more we can do. That's that's the nature of it. The pandemic has made it even harder for families who are living in poverty throughout Glasgow and the West. But you can. You can make a real difference. We've been hearing lots of examples of that. Uh, and this Friday's Cash for Kids Christmas Jumper Day. Why not get everyone involved in your workplace, even if you still work from home? I'm sure you can fire up Zoom or Teams or whatever uh, means of communication you have. Get the Christmas jumpers on and donate what you can to Cash for Kids We could even come and visit you On the day And see what you're up to So for all the details On how to sign up Or just to leave a donation Go to Clyde1.com Forward slash mission And that's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce. Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna And Gordon DL Are here It's 0141 951 Roger Hanna I am Full of regret that I didn't leave one of the mics on And record that during the break So before yeah. the break we said he's struggling with a sore knee There's always something, there's always some drama And he genuinely did call his surgeon Whatever that means yes. a, a surgeon that he knows 
uh, During the break And I, I heard the weirdest description ever He was saying to this guy on the phone Right, are you sitting down? Look at your knee Right, imagine your knee is a clock And the toes are 12 o'clock So go one, one o'clock, two o'clock That's where it's sore I've got tennis elbow in my knee He said <laughs> What chance have we got of getting any sort of Sensible conversation Out of a guy that thinks You can get tennis elbow In your knee And, and even worse than that He, he rolled up the old uh, The old PE teacher's Tracky bottoms To show me the The bandage the, I don't know if you've ever seen Carry on doctor With Hattie Jakes <laughs> About 1962 I think it was that Bandage he's using I can just say Drummond is the top man here And he totally understood What I was saying to that, him. that used to be white That bandage though Or is it not white anymore? <laughs> That's off my daughter, now. Uh, to be fair, my daughter did put, pull it out of the cupboard and say, Here, stick that on. But I'll be seeing Drummond on Friday, he'll be looking after me. But I, I thought that was the right way to go about it, right, Okay, time for you to look after each other on the full time teaser. The old pony has sent in the question, he likes to send some difficult ones in. And I always put out the reminder because we want as many of you as possible to send your questions in and try and catch out the pundits tonight. Is this, and I like this one, bit of knowledge required here, memory. Who were the last 10 British players To leave Celtic or Rangers For a non-British club On a permanent transfer Who were the last 10 British players To leave Celtic or Rangers And go directly to a non-British club On a permanent transfer Was Danny Wilson one? Yes To Colorado Rapids in the 17-18 season um, come on, Roger. Last ten British players to leave Celtic Rangers for a non-British club. On a, that's a good mm, question. It's a good question. Take a wee minute to I thought my Danny Wilson's obviously looking off. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, a bit one. more credit deserved for you because Roger's still struggling here. And you know, steamed in with that answer. Well done. Outstanding. Did you see this list? Did I leave this on the printer? If I seen that there. list, I would come out with more than Danny, Danny Wilson. You joke what about with your memory? You'd be, be lucky if you remembered one of yeah. the ten. Is, is, one, is one of them back at the old farm just now? Um, no, no, no. I was going to say when Alan McGregor went to Turkey. No, 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 no. no. I'm not going back that far. Oh, I'm not. No, we're only no. going back. Right, okay. I'll, I'll give you that small clue at the moment. We're only going back. Was Lafferty one? What's happened here? Have you two swapped brains? Has the whole tennis elbow and the knee thing transformed this guy? <laughs> Kyle Lafferty uh, went to Sarpsborg of Norway yep. in the nineteen twenty ah. season. David Bates, Roger Hannah, just you get out, get out, get out my sight and leave this. This is a new ventriloquist act. I leave can throw this my to voice. the master. I'm coming up with the answers. It sounds as if he's saying them. Right, we'll leave it there. David Bates, Danny Wilson, Kyle Lafferty, outstanding. Come Thank you. Here. What a man. Look how chuffed he is. He genuinely is so chuffed. It just shows you how quick a knee surgeon can want Google and text. <laughs> His, exactly. His face is lit up like the Christmas tree that he doesn't have, <laughs> honestly. Uh, right, let's get back to the phones in just a second. 01419511025. Uh, I'm just watching some Champions League action. Uh, Roger, Leipzig 2, Man City 1. But it just got me thinking again, we view everything through our lens. It's an important time for looking at which teams in the Champions League are actually going to finish third yeah. and then drop into the yeah. Europa League. Yeah. Uh, because that will obviously be confirmed over this match day. So Rangers fans might be pretty interested in what's going on. Yeah, tonight and tomorrow night, I think the, the formation of the, you know, the final formation of the Champions League groups have been known. The eight teams who drop out 
will take on eight runners-up from the Europa League yep. groups, Rangers being one of them. I believe the Europa League runners-up, Rangers being one of them, will be seeded against the Champions League side. And then you, you look down to where Celtic are. Celtic are one of the third-place teams dropping out of the Europa League, and they will take on a runner-up in the Europa Conference League. So Thursday night, they'll have a, a fair idea of, of who they're going to get as well. Yeah, so I think these are up. I think these are as it stands. Obviously, his games are kicking off later as well, or, or currently. So Leipzig, this victory, if they can hold on to it against ten man Man City, and there's only two minutes to go, they would be third. So, so, right. so, so they would drop in. Uh, you're looking at the other groups, AC Milan, but that can all change. In fact, any one of three teams could finish third there. I think uh, Borussia Dortmund they in third at the moment as well. Could they catch Sporting? I think unlikely. Um, Moldova Do you fancy Moldova At that time of year Sheriff Tiraspol uh, Are in there Benfica third as well uh, They could catch Barca Technically Atalanta They could catch Villarreal So there's still a bit To be done really Yeah uh, Tonight all will become A bit clearer But just because This one's almost done It does look like Leipzig uh, Will drop in there So there we go Colin is a Rangers fan I don't know if you're Looking that far ahead Colin Or whether it's Thursday night Is as far as your Attention goes What have you got for us Evening guys, thanks for taking my call Pleasure Good show as always Thank you uh, Thursday night, yeah my, um, Been a lot of chat tonight about who's going to be in and who's going to be out And one of the names I think was kind of overshadowed Where I think it may be a good chance to get a view of the lad Would be Leon King at centre-back Interesting one, Roger Hanna Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do And he, he played a couple of games for um, under Stephen Gerrard He's been involved in the B team this season In the I mean, Lowland League and in the Challenge Cup yeah. as well um, He's been watched, if you believe some of the reports By the likes of Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa And also by Manchester United He's yet to commit his long-term future to the club So maybe if the club are desperate to keep him This might just be the night to involve him a little bit more He is only I think I don't think he's quite Turned 18 years of age yet Has he? I think he's still just 17 Leon um, Very highly rated player And as we said earlier on If you're ever going to play Youngsters like that Then, then Thursday night's the night The only thing I'm wondering Colin He does play Right now For, for the, the B team He's playing right now yeah, Against the fear um, I don't know Does that I'm sure young men Can, can play again in, in two days time Technically, but would that would that make it seem a bit less likely? As you say, young men, they, um, they just keep going, Gordon. I think um, the thought of maybe getting on that pitch and coming up against a unit in what is Dembele would be a great challenge for the young lad on that stage. Yeah, Roger is right, Gordon. He's 17, doesn't turn 18 until yeah. uh, mid-January. Can't see it, Gordon. Be- I, I can't see At it. all or because he plays tonight for the B team? Because he plays tonight for the B team. And if he wasn't playing tonight, you still wouldn't see him anyway. No, I, I would have. A, I think you would have a better shout that he may be involved. Um, but I just think because he's with the B team tonight, I know that everybody says like young lad, and I'm sure that if he got the opportunity, he wouldn't turn around and say, "Well, tiredness might come into play because I played on Tuesday night." He'd be desperate to play, but I think the planning and nowadays with football, I think that if he was going to be involved in in Thursday night, he wouldn't be uh, with the B team tonight. Yeah, Colin mentions the name Musa Dembele, Roger It was one of the What we hoped would be one of the great stories of Rangers group Because we know The history he had against Rangers And it was a, a nice subplot And then he ended up, I think, being injured And he missed the game He is now back He's missed a lot of football But he's played the last couple He played at the weekend Leon drew two all uh, Away 
at Bordeaux In fact he came on for about the last half hour So I don't know Is it really significant Especially this is what Gets close to a dead rubber anyway Is it that exciting Does Moussa Dembele play do you think um, Well there seemed to be He was going to play something Because he hadn't been playing regularly And Leon saw this as an opportunity To get him some game time um, They've looked really good In the group Leon And yet domestically They've been so inconsistent I think they're only 12th in the French league at the minute Which astonishes you if, You know when you see the way they played When they came to Ibrox The way they've bossed the group I think they've got a 100% record still in the group They've been terrific So you never really know what Leon you're going to get I don't think Jason Denier's playing There's talk that Dembele will But as we've said I think it's more a case of Rangers making some changes And trying to get mm. through the game Without picking up more injuries before time Castle. Colin I know you're keen to see People like Leon King I wonder though if Rangers squad is so Deep at the moment That They can still make changes But you would see You know Ryan Jack And Fashion Sakala And Janino Bakuna And that would still be a change team But you're, you're still not yet Dropping down to the likes of Leon King Does that make sense? I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that Gordon It's strength and depth It certainly is When you're looking at light for light If you You just say You can make four or five changes And it, it probably wouldn't impact the system And It wouldn't be detrimental to the football either The one name you did mention there Bakuna I'd like to see him get 90 minutes as well Let's see him for full 90 minutes To see how he does European nights Probably tend to get a bit more on the ball Than you in Scotland Okay you're going to be the underdog in the game But he's got time to pick passes Probably and spray the ball about And I think the guy's got talent Yeah because there was a There was a bit of a false start Gordon wasn't there for Janino Bakuna He got a a relatively surprising nod for one of the European games was it was it Bronby away when he yeah, came up? It's away from home anyway. Yeah. Um, not that's not the one I'm thinking of. What game did he start and had to go off very early? Was it Bronby at home? Oh, I'm all over the place here. I don't know what memory I'm getting. I'm sure getting it was away from home. Sparta Prague. That's it. It was Sparta Prague, wasn't it? Yeah, he didn't even last a half time. So a bit yeah. of a. A false start for that one Maybe him From the, yeah, from the beginning Yeah I've not got to be surprised I've, I've said it all night Someone dressed Will give someone an opportunity um, And I think it's up to them To take that He's got a good squad there He's got a strong squad And I think it is important um, And I know that we can talk about the money But I think it's important To get game time Because the, the, Coming up to You know uh, Middle of December January A lot of fixtures coming up as well um, coming thick and fast And he'll need a good squad And he'll want everybody up to speed mm. I just think it's an opportunity To get these guys a, a game But I'm with you I think it'll be the Pattersons Sakalas uh, And Bakunas And uh, Lundstroms And, and uh, players like that Will come in on Thursday night Fans have been messed about A fair bit Colin Oh without a doubt Without a doubt um, my, my heart felt sympathies for them I mean it's on it's off I think at this stage I think even if he you did have the resource to go. We still say it's not going to be off again tomorrow. I mean, I mean, it's a fair point, and I weirdly hadn't even considered it. Surely, surely not. Uh, well, listen. After the last two days, Colin's quite right. I mean, he could just as easily turn round tomorrow and say it's all off again. I don't understand any of it. Um, it has been deeply unsatisfactory for the Rangers supporters and for the club, and they would have some cheek to turn round and do that tomorrow. I was about to ask You know UEFA work in mysterious ways And you can certainly never predict But Is there even scope for For anything really to come of this it's a, I mean it's a French government decision Is it not It's a French Yeah I, I, So I, I don't really know what yeah. the um, Which just seems like a bit of a strange precedent to set That you know 
the, the, the countries, entire countries, governments can just sort of turn round and and, 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 and do this I, for, I want, for what un- seems like a small reason. I don't understand it. Rangers weren't planning to take 30,000 fans to Leon. They were going to take, they only get 2,200 tickets. Um, it's the kind of travelling support that police and authorities deal with twice a week. For 10 months of the season Gordon I just don't understand it And you know You've just seen um, The Glasgow authorities Dealing with COP26 For a couple of weeks At the end of October Starting November time And football still went on uh, I can't understand how Something like A festival of light Can't be accommodated At well, the same time As a couple ho- of thousand Hoggy boy fans. Hoggy boy knows his stuff And he says that 4 million people Visit the Festival of Light Every year in Leon. Apparently I've no idea But Hoggy boy knows Yeah but I, I don't imagine They're tearing the place up um, I don't really see how that's going to need extra policing mm. To the extent that and I, 2,000 Rangers fans is going to push them over the edge Forgive my ignorance I, tr- I try to study these things for the show I haven't got round to the Festival of Light I take it It always takes part of this It takes place at this time of year I'm, I'm assuming so Just going in the Which, reports I think that's and, the case Yeah, And the final match day of European competition Will pretty much always be this time yeah, of I year mean, as well I, I remember being in Leon Many years ago with Celtic I think Celtic played a Champions League Match day 6 in Leon At the old Stade Gerland And there was all manner of Pre-Christmas activities going on There was a, a vibrant Christmas market Busy city Lots of police No problems at all Anyway Strange times indeed Thank you Colin In St George's Cross Hopefully we'll speak to Colin again soon He was on there on 01419511025 You can also tweet us We're over there at Clyde SSB uh, but you can still squeeze your call in We're here until just before 8 So pick up the phone And let us know what is on your mind On tonight's teaser And just a quick reminder It's full time at Clyde1.com That's the address If you want to submit the question And try and catch the pundits out That's where it goes So tonight Crazy Pony says Who were the last 10 British players To leave Celtic or Rangers And go directly to a non-British club Permanent transfer only Guys like Kyle Lafferty David Bates Danny Wilson Henderson Celtic to Italy Yes Liam Henderson to Barry first of all wasn't yeah. it And I cannot believe this I, I can't get his name but Roger will tell me right away He came from St Mern and he went to America left winger Lewis Morgan Lewis Morgan that's the one You've remembered that Kyle Lafferty went for Norway and you <laughs> went to Norway and you can't remember Lewis Morgan's I name. I, I, I just slipped okay, my mind. Yeah, gone, yeah. Okay, Enter one, Miami. two, three, yeah. four. We've got five down, five to get. We'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are going about their full-time teaser. Or actually. Gordon DL is going about the full-time teaser And Roger Hanna is a mere spectator Things I never thought I would say I don't know what's got into him He nah, is no, 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 I smell a rat Do you think so? Uh-huh. Not just a squirrel Not Mark Wilson's squirrel This is a full rat You think someone's Well, hold on a minute Supplying the fiat Hold on In your defence Come on, Gordon In your defence You did get I think Danny Wilson And Kyle Lafferty Too quickly I, I don't think Bates anyone well. I don't think anyone could have Provided those answers yep. In that short yep. period of time uh, I am surprised That you're continuing To come up with All the correct answers So Who were the last 10 British players To leave Celtic or Rangers For a non-British club Permanent transfer only So you've given me Lewis Morgan Kyle Lafferty David Bates 
Liam Henderson Danny Wilson Roger Hanna's barely lifted a finger Do you know what I've, I've, I've been down Who's been on this programme The one that it Seems like a out. pretty str- It seems like an, a very strange And he made such a big impact In me and that's the reason I got him <laughs> I know who's J- coming here Jamie Murray Jack Jack Henry Jack Henry Yeah Tell me Halliday wasn't permanent He was in loan No they already. shipped him straight back They had yeah. his number They sent him back Kenny Miller Friend of the show No No you, you, You're smarter than him tonight Sean Maloney First time And last time no, no, it's not happening. Oh, 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 oh. Well, my I'm last guess, I'm, I'm hanging up my pen after this. Harry Forrester. Ah, he's pulled one out ah, of the bag. Brilliant. I would never, if I got that, then I'm. Ch- oh, do you remember what country Harry Forrester went to? He went to no, State. he did tell well, me. No. He, he went to Iran first. Yeah, Sorry, Iran, take it back. He went to Iran. Tractor, tractor Sazzy. Sazzy. Right, we'll leave it there because we've only got three to get, and they are quite tough. Uh, they are indeed James Graham's admiring your work He says The Dazzler's on form With a full time teaser But has he found The 11 herbs and spices From KFC <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, If you're not a- Across the joke This is because Last week Gordon DL made The schoolboy error When we talk about Cash for kids We'll obviously shorten it To, to CFK And he got a little bit Mixed up with a popular Southern fried chicken restaurant And yeah you can see you can see that You don't need me to explain it any further do you uh, That's finished that game by the way Roger Man City did lose 2-1 uh, t- To Leipzig So Leipzig go third Which means they will drop in To the Europa League Yep Would oh. avoid them wouldn't you Yeah well listen Most of the teams you mentioned there Five minutes ago You would want to avoid Unfortunately yeah, for Rangers They can't avoid them all We're about to see the start of AC Milan against Liverpool And and you look at changes You know we're talking about Celtic and Rangers making changes would you look at this Liverpool team Salah's in Manny's in Alisson's in That's just about it The rest are all Sort of backup players um, Jurgen Klopp Clearly With one eye yeah, on No the Andy Robertson the weekend. No no uh, Speaking of Scottish left backs mm. Mikel When's he going to learn his lesson? Would you watch that last night? Arsenal yeah. Doing just fine Kieran Tierney Back in the team Wise decision Sets up the goal Takes him off Lose the game 2-1 You don't take these guys off they should have kept him on and given him the chance that Obama Yang missed with the last kick of the game. Absolutely, he's a good player, Tierney. But I tell you what, I've, I've, I'll do him the world of good because the lad that left by, I can't remember his name, but I've watched him. He's he's terrific. The only, they, they they paid eight million quid for him. Mm, no Tavares. Yeah, but we're always going to be team oh, sc- Scottish but, player but here. I and, think I think it helps Tierney. But he had a poorer game. Then he got dropped. So Tierney mm. came back in, and was he on his heels for Richarlison's winner? No, Would Tierney have anticipated it The way he anticipated Look, I, The penalty I, I, save From Craig Gordon I'm a massive Tierney fan I think he's magnificent But I think it's good That he's got that Good competition um, I'm wondering if you Were worried for a, a spell today Did you see those Newspaper reports Linking your manager Graham Alexander With a return to Preston nah. Luckily They've since filled The vacancy So will you sleep Sleep easier tonight Yeah Were you worried at Ka- any stage Yeah him and Callan Davidson Were sort of a tipped up Here with the Scottish press But um, they move very quickly um, For a new replacement Lowe from uh, Yeah Plymouth. Ryan Lowe Plymouth manager Former Bury manager Close friend of Stephen Gerrard As well If you remember Rangers played Bury A couple of times Early in Stephen Gerrard's Rangers reign um, Done a very good job Taking Plymouth Close to the top of League One Ryan Hardy If you remember him Former Rangers and Livingston striker Scoring a lot of goals For them Dance. So he has now got his move I feel a bit sorry For Frankie McAvoy Because you know, but it's not as if Preston were in the in the grip of a relegation fight at the bottom of the championship. I'm a bit surprised by that, Roger. Yeah, they lost a Lancashire derby to Blackburn at the weekend, but they, they were doing okay. Um, seems a bit harsh that he, he was axed, but they've clearly been working in this deal for Ryan Lowe. Yeah, and if anything came of it, as short-lived as it was, it was just another example of dafties down the road who don't rate our game 
as highly as they should. Did you you'll have seen the tweet saying Callum Davidson? Nah, not for me. I mean, not not really setting the the Premiership light. A guy who won two cups yeah. with St St Johnston, by the way, St Johnston yeah. in a footballing environment. But let's be honest, Rangers and Celtic should win everything. He won twice, put a good account of himself against Galatasaray and all the rest of well. it. Ex-player, yeah. and still people down there. Don't learn their lesson, Roger. Yeah, and I, listen, I'm, I'm quite sure Callum Davidson will get a move down south into a management job sooner rather than later. Graham Alexander, he's, he's been down there a few times. He's at Salford, he's at Scunthorpe, he's at Fleetwood, etc., etc. Doing a good job. Spoke to him after the game on Saturday night at Easter Road. He was very content with the performance. Um, I think he thought the team might have just have snuck three points at Easter Road, but... He's doing well they're, they're, they're sitting there Fifth in the league They've got Dundee United In their sights Hearts aren't that far ahead Of them either I don't need to tell you two boys mm. And a big trip to Celtic Park on Sunday I've actually got Midweek football Not as much as we did uh, Last week Last week was quite something With every team playing Well Scheduled to play And spread across The three nights Levy Hibbs has become A very important game Tomorrow Gordon Cert- Certainly has um, I think that'll be A difficult one for Hibbs I really do um, sitting there seventh, Livy down there scrapping for everything. You know what like they are when they come under a cosh, they really roll their sleeves up. It's at Livingston, not the best place in the world to go, especially on a Wednesday night. And if the weather ain't good, you know that David Martindale will have his team up for it. So Jack Ross will need to prepare very well there to go and get a result because I thought that. I thought the Hearts were delighted to get out there with three points. Craig Gordon was absolutely oh, what a save that was. Yeah, he he he's in some form just now, and um, that'll be a difficult one for Jack and uh, Hibs tomorrow night. I've, I've seen Craig Gordon make that kind of save before. I don't think I've ever seen him celebrate a double save yeah. the way he did. Uh, the, the second when he pushed onto the post from, from Jason Hall the old Hearts midfielder. But Livy, I know what you mean, does for me they pose a different threat this season. I was there. With Alec Ray for Super Scoreboard Week passing Sunday for the Rangers game And they didn't sit in And they didn't scrap They tried to go toe-to-toe and play against Rangers Ultimately they lost the game But they did the same against Hearts at the weekend They had a goal They got players forward They created chances They tested Craig Gordon They really went toe-to-toe with Hearts And I think Hibs will need to be wary Because I think they'll come out They'll try and play And good as Hibs were At stages in the second half on Saturday against Motherwell they're still on a run, I think, of what is it? One win and one draw in seven league games or eight league games? Hibs? Yeah. One win and eight yeah. league games. So, and, and the draw from the weekends, so it's four points from 24. That That's not great no. form. And David Martindale will be telling the Livingston players that. Yeah, and of course, David Martindale saying at the weekend that the, the small teams don't get the decisions. You didn't, seriously, after I dug you out for this last week, you're going to do it again. Go and put your gilet on with three minutes left of I'm the getting, show. I'm getting a wee bit cold, actually. I can hear you rustling away with your polyester. Can you hear that? <laughs> Honestly I would, just, uh, I would just like to assure the listeners That was going up Not coming down <laughs> uh, Anyway David Martindale Roger he's not happy We teams don't get the decisions He says No He's had a difficult couple of weeks um, Initially it was the Dough balls with the snowballs mm-hmm. In the Rangers game And then He Quite rightly Was annoyed Not even so much the decision I think David Martindale Has been in the game long enough That he realises that On occasion Officials will Get decisions wrong I think he was more annoyed By the attitude Of the officials After he questioned The decision I think he thought One of the linesmen To use his words Was arrogant Um, He didn't feel That the officials Should be speaking to him That way And you know He's already spoken I think he spoke Before the game About his desire To bring VAR Into the Scottish top flight If he wanted it Before the game He'll certainly be wanting it Mm. After the game 
Uh, right, I think we're almost home and hosed All we have to do is round off this teaser tonight And a reminder from me to you If you want to hear your questions used on the show The address you need is fulltime at Clyde1.com Christmas holidays coming up A bit of time to sit there And uh, come up with a question for us So the crazy pony tonight wants to know Who were the last 10 British players To leave Celtic or Rangers For a non-British club Permanent deals only You're doing well You've got Jack Hendry, Lewis Morgan Kyle Lafferty, David Bates Harry Forrester, Liam Henderson Danny Wilson Three to get there, very tough I am. I'm quite struggling here. You I should be. Listen, I've been struggling. You should be. Start. I, I was very go, tough. I was going to go Buck, but he was Forest. I, he, he went from Forest to Leicester. Uh, what? what, what did, sorry, what was that? Where oh, did Ollie Burke? Oh, oh, Ollie Burke. Right. Where did Tony Watt go? Did he leave Celtic for a foreign? Club? No. Went down south first, didn't he? Charlton was it? Mm. I'm struggling. Ollie Burke was only on loan at Celtic. Yeah, by the way, yeah, I know. Uh, gives a clue Gormer, Even okay, the, 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 You don't have the most recent one on the list Oh what about Where did Gary Mackay Stephen go? No. no Nope The most recent one is Rangers And he went Miles away This uh, this season This year Miles away Oh absolutely It's the most recent one Australia, on the list Somebody went to Australia he used to play for Dundee And Aberdeen no, I could come on, look. He's went to Australia? No. India. Oh, Greg Stewart. Greg Stewart. I, I cannot believe some of these, by the way, right? Rangers to Melbourne City in the 1819 season. Totally forgot about this. I'll tell you who he plays for now, okay? And race me race each other to get it right. St. Johnson. Michael O'Halloran. Michael O'Halloran. And <sighs> the last one. We could be here until next Christmas. Celtic to Sacramento Republic in the sixteen seventeen season. Nope. Not Colin Casim Richards, was it? Mm, I guess a sort of similar type signing, but Carlton Cole. Carlton Cole, Cole. yes. Well done. <laughs> that was tough, wasn't it? That was very tough. Wow. Right. No help. Well from done, Hannah. Pony. Big Europa League build up tomorrow night on the show. Alex Ray and Simon Donnelly are here from six. Make sure you join us. Callum Gallagher is up next, and we'll see you six o'clock tomorrow.